Welcome, welcome to special emergency podcast episode of Shakisha and the White Boy. I'm your host, Ryan Dinger, here with my co-host, Shakisha Williams. And we have with us Chris Smalls, a New Jersey man who was fired by Amazon yesterday for staging a walkout in response to the unsafe working conditions he and his co-workers were facing at the company's Staten Island warehouse. Chris, thanks so much for joining us today. No problem. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, like I said, when we got on the call, I know you've had a really crazy day yesterday, but uh, is it okay if you give us some background? Like, what has the mood been like at the warehouse over the past few weeks? Man, it's it's been crazy. It's been scary. Um, Something we never dealt with before. Um, Like I said, I've been with the company almost five years. Um, This is the largest building in the tri-state. It's 5,000 people that come in and out that building um, from five different boroughs, uh, two different states, New York and New Jersey. And over the, ca- the past couple of weeks, ever since this uh, this outbreak, it's been scary. You know, I've been seeing people get sick, vomiting, you know, lightheaded, dizziness, fatigue. Um, you know, you name it, I've seen it. And it, it, something had to be done. So I had to take action. And that's exactly what I did. You said you saw people vomiting at work at the work site. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Wow, that's that's just crazy, man. Exactly. So, I saw in an interview you did you did yesterday. You had mentioned that people have been telling you that they're scared, but they're coming to work anyway because they feel like they have to. So, like, what do you think would? What is the appropriate response from a company as big and powerful as Amazon in a situation like this? Like, if it went how you think it should go, how would it have gone? Well, I think he should have took a page out of uh, Mark Cuban's uh, book. Uh, Keep your employees home and Mm -hmm. pay them. You know, if if we don't want to come to work, we should be paid. You know, we shouldn't be forced to come to come to work and get a paycheck if we don't feel safe. Um, I understand we're an essential business right now, but at the same time, like, you don't know everybody. Everybody's uh, health is not the same. There's people in there that's elderly. We have 55 and up. We have people that have asthma, lupus, bronchitis, people that are pregnant. You saw an infant baby die the other day. Uh, this disease is something different. And we have all of these type of people that work in these buildings. I'm their voice right now. You know, they can't speak up. They're at home. I have people that haven't been at work the entire month of March. What are they going to do? How are they supporting their families? So they're coming to work. They're coming to work for this blood money, you know, offering $2 pay on top of your pay plus double time overtime. So, of course, you're going to put your health at risk, you know, and but come get $6,000 for the next month. So you're putting people in a tough position, and it's not right, you know. No no amount of money is worth uh, the price of my life, and I took my stance in the beginning of the month, and I'm fighting for those that are scared to take their stance and you know, I'm going to continue doing that. Um, Ryan and I talked a little bit earlier, um, and he mentioned that the Queens location had been closed mm-hmm. after an employee tested mm-hmm. positive. Did Absolutely. The, did, did the supervisors or the the, the folks who oversee um, these decisions did they give you a reason or give the workers a reason why the no. location was nope. closed and you stayed open? Oh, oh yeah, I could tell you the reason why, uh, which still doesn't make any sense. So the Queens location was closed because the employee was on the premises when uh, the results came back. 
Um, so, so the difference with our building is one person tested positive, but he hasn't been he haven't been to work in a number of days. Now, uh, obviously, red flag is obviously his um, diagnosis was serious because he already was out of work for a number of days. I don't know when they put him on a quarantine, a paid quarantine, but we didn't know about it until I returned to work on Tuesday. So apparently he hasn't been in the building since March 11th. So well, all these days we had no clue that somebody tested positive. So the difference is that he wasn't there. So they decided that they didn't have to shut down the building, which is absolutely insane because we don't know where he got it from. We mm-hmm. don't know how long he had it. And we don't know, where, you know, who else have it. So right. that was my argument. Like, I don't care if he hasn't been in the building for a month. He tested positive. He works here. Close the building down and sanitize it. That's all we was asking for. Yeah, Close one of the things. And be sanitized. Yeah, one of the things that, I mean, we're learning new stuff about the coronavirus and, and how it works each day. But one of the things we've known for a while, to your point, Chris, is that you can carry it for 14 days without any symptoms and transmit Absolutely. it to other people without ever knowing that you were infected yourself. Absolutely. So, the other thing that's kind of weird is they didn't close your warehouse where you were working, but they did ask you to quarantine, right? <laughs> right. And and let's talk about that. I haven't been to work at all, like a full week in weeks. I've been coming to work less and less. I've been home uh, fighting behind the scenes, uh, sending emails to the CDC, the health department, um, the state, the government. I've done it all, made phone calls, trying to shut the building down. I couldn't get a response from nobody. Um, they probably got tired of me calling because I think I called the CDC one time. And they just straight up hung up on me. Um, that's how bad I was. I was, like, really adamant about doing it. And um, mm-hmm. when I decided to return back to work on Tuesday because I needed one check to, you know, pay my rent that's coming up. And I said, you know what, I'm going to go to work on Tuesday. Uh, my colleague was sick. My colleague, who I work hand in hand uh, with, she was sick, and she told me she went and got tested the night before. I said, "What are you doing here? Go home." And that was the end of our conversation, less than five minutes. But y'all decided to quarantine me. Forget about the associates that she was with and around for the last three days for ten hours. Y'all don't quarantine not one of them. Don't even let them know that she tested positive. T- till this day. Half of them probably don't even know. Well, they know now, but at the time, they didn't tell anybody. They were being mass selective about who they wanted to tell, and I was like, this is ridiculous. So I took another stance from Tuesday. I clocked out at 12 o'clock, and I haven't clocked back into work ever since. You know, now I'm formally um, an employee, and I'm terminated, which is fine with me. Um, I came back to the building every single day of the week, and I sat down in the main break room, and I, I, I um, basically organized open discussion about it, and I told I brought people into the general man, manager's office, and we voiced our opinions. We wanted the building to be closed and sanitized. They refused to do it. They refused to do it, and I wasn't officially quarantined until Saturday. So they allowed me to come in the building the entire week off the clock. They knew exactly what I was doing. They were they were actually organi- organizing it with me. You know, they were telling me, hey, just have your people sit in the break room. I had 10, 20, 30 people sit down in the main break room calmly, peacefully. Um, If you check out my Twitter page, I got videos up. Um, We sat down there the entire week. I sat there for eight hours a day. 
Um, and they would call me into the office and they would tell me updates of what's going on. And they, every time I go in the office, it'd be the same stuff. Uh, we're on a phone call. We're on a phone call. It's the regionals. Um, they won't do it. What? Who is these regionals making this decision for your building? That was I'm, my argument. Yeah. Was, were they asking you to quarantine without pay? No, no, no. It wasn't, you know, the, the, the way the policy is, if you test positive, which is crazy, you have to test positive to get paid. Test positive um, or come in contact with somebody in order to get paid. Other Got than it. that, everything else is unpaid. So that is crazy to me. You tell me I have to get the virus basically to get paid instead of me choosing my free will to stay home and be safe. The company should have been did something about that. I don't understand why that was even an option. So, and also they leave that window of opportunity for somebody that tests positive to come back to work, come back to work because they don't officially quarantine you and pay you until they receive the documentation, the documentation from the doctor's office. Wow. And good luck, good luck trying to get yeah. that. Good luck trying to get that right now. They're all overwhelmed, especially in New York with the Epic Center. So it took them. My my associate went on Monday. She didn't get confirmation until Thursday morning, which means she could have came to work Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Jeez. So imagine if I didn't go to work. Imagine if I didn't send her home. But you're going to say, I'm quarantined and I'm the one putting employees at risk? No, the company put employees at risk, hundreds of them, if not the entire building. So they could say so, what they want. I'm going to speak my truth. I'm curious, you, uh, you know, obviously you were terminated yesterday after uh, you staged the walkout and protest. Were you informed before you walked out that you would be fired if you did so? Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. This is a target. It was a target attack against me. Only me. Like I said, they only quarantined me. She works with a whole department. Why are you not going to quarantine her whole department? No, they didn't do that. Um, the person that the person that corn that uh, told me I was quarantined is the same person that called me on the phone and terminated me. He's a he's a site leader manager. Why why is it not HR calling me? Mm. You know, so it, it was a target attack, and you know, the truth will come out. You know, they they're going to spin it. That's what Amazon does. They bury stuff. They spin it. They always got to make sure they're looking good. It's a bunch of BS, but you know, it is what it is. You know, I'm speaking up, and that's why they try to silence me. But this is motivating me to even go even harder. So we're not done. We're just going to continue to fight, and we're going to get the government involved. That's what we got to do. We go to city hall doorsteps. So that's my next step. Yeah, um, and it looks like um, the attorney general of New York has your back. Um, Letitia James said, it's disgraceful that Amazon would terminate an employee who bravely stood up to protect himself and his colleagues. In New York, the right to organize is codified into law. The Office of the Attorney General is considering all legal options, and I'm calling on the National Labor Relations Board to investigate this incident. So obviously you have, there is something there um, to, to what you're saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I will be vindicated in the end. The proof is there. I give Amazon right now the consent to release video of me and the entire bill, the, me and the entire, for the entire week. They can, they can release it right now to the public mm -hmm. of what I did. Cause I have nothing to hide. I know what I did. I know I didn't put anybody in danger at all. Not one, one bit. I never did. So they can say all they want. They're going to fabricate it, switch it up, spin it. 
it's okay. I know in the end of the day, I'm doing the right thing and I'm going to continue doing the right thing. This is not going to be the, this is not going to be the first walkout y'all hear about, you know, I'm already getting people from all over the nation, different buildings, you know, calling me a hero, you know, thanking me for standing up, thanking me for being a voice, um, uh, proud of me for doing this. And I'm I'm doing it for them. Like well, I'm doing it happened yesterday early in the day, and then um, Chicago actually stayed yep. a walkout. Well, not even a walkout, but a, a, so there was a number of employees who also were taking stance and and talking to the press about what is going on. Whole Foods is also doing a sick out, I believe today. I, I believe so. Yep. So there yeah. is a lot of traction with this kind of, of movement for all of you who are kind of the, the first line right now, like yeah. folks who are working in the grocery stores, healthcare yeah. workers, those who are delivering packages and those who work in the warehouses. So I just want to thank you all for your service. For what I you're appreciate doing. that. Yeah, definitely, man. That. It sounds like maybe maybe you sparked the fire of a movement now as we start to see the dominoes fall and all these other locations, Amazon and Whole Foods, start to now protest. It seems like um, you really gave a lot of people the courage to sort of step up and, and speak out and, and protest for yeah. their rights. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and that's, that's what I wanted to do. You know, um, honestly, to be honest with you, you know, these buildings, uh, this type of retail that we're doing, we don't have the PPE. That's the number one thing. Just if you think about it, the medical field don't have it, the nurses, the doctors, the first responders. They don't have it. What makes you think that we're gonna have it? We we have we ain't have no uh, PPE for weeks. It's What's PPE, depleted. Chris? Protective gear, you know. Oh, I got you. Masks, gloves. Yeah, we don't have suits. So so, it's you know I know you're a busy guy. So we just had one more question for you. As this goes on, what's next for you? Where where do you go from here? I continue to fight, and I'm like I said, I'm continue to fight for the people. Like this never was about me. Um, I know Amazon is going to put the spotlight on me and try to downplay who I am, what I did at the company, uh, I insubordinate, all of that. They could do that. Um, the truth will come out. Um, it doesn't stop me from doing anything. My team is behind me. They support me 100%. Um, they were heartbroken that the company would do that to me because I've been nothing but a loyal, great employee over the past five years. I opened up three buildings for them. I trained hundreds of managers. So... You know, it is what it is. Uh, shame on Amazon. And they look bad right now, and they're scrambling. And I got them right where I need them to be. You know, I hope they, I hope they can't sleep at night because I know I can't. And because of that reason, I'm going to continue to fight until something gets happened, you know, something resolved that's uh, saving people's lives. That's what, I, that's what it's about at the end of the day. Um, there's 5,000 people that's in that building. You do the math, the virus spreads to two and a half people. We bring this home to our families and our communities. Yeah. There's your epic center in New York right there. Yeah. Well, Chris, yeah, I, I find you very inspiring. I know Shakisha does too. Um, you know, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us and, and for continuing to fight for for uh, for what you believe in and what the the people who work at Amazon deserve. Yeah, I appreciate it. I thank you guys for having me. Have a All great right, man. All right, take care. Be safe.